Hey everybody, it's your buddy's pal Anthony here, and uh, welcome back. Happy New Year. It's been a while. I've missed all you guys and gals. Uh, today, I want to talk with you about Avatar 2, The Way of Water. Had the pleasure of seeing it this weekend uh, with my niece, actually, so that was interesting. And uh, yeah, let's talk about it. I have full disclosure and a disclaimer before we go on. I've never actually seen the first one all the way through. I've seen it in dribs and drabs. And I really can't tell you why I never saw it all the way through, or in theaters for that matter. I've, I've been wondering that myself, and I can't remember why I never saw it. So, there. But uh, I did see the sequel. I enjoyed the hell out of it. And we're going to talk about it. Steve, roll that intro, please. Hold on to your butts. Oh yeah, it felt good saying that. Been too long. All right, so Avatar 2. Uh, it's about 13 years since the original came out. I'm going to assume that's the uh, length of time that's elapsed in the movie. I don't recall them actually saying it. And also, another uh, little disclaimer, it is a long movie. I knew it was long. I had no fluids. I didn't snack on anything because I didn't want to miss anything. However, maybe my attention span just a shot. Maybe I'm just getting older. I did sit there a couple times. I had to lean over. I had my niece with me, and I had to ask her what just happened. What did I miss? And she kind of rolled her eyes at me, told me, and was generally disgusted with how I am as a movie-going person these days. So what are you going to do? <clears throat> anyway, so Avatar 2, 13 years after the first one, like I said, you pick up. You kind of get a, a little bit of a catch-up. They do a uh, more or less a montage, I think, safe is a good word to use in the beginning. They cover how uh, Jake, and I'm going to mispronounce her name, Jake and uh, Nirti, I think, Zoe, Sel Zoe Saldana's character. They've started a family. They have uh, little hybrid babies because they make a point of that in the show, of, uh, excuse me, the show in the movie about how uh, I think one of the kids has four fingers like the, uh, like the indigenous Navi people have. And then one of the kids has five fingers because... Uh, I guess Sully's avatar has five fingers. I honestly was trying to count and I can't, I never got an accurate count, but one of his kids has five fingers. And uh, yeah, so, you know, they're living peacefully. Things, they've defeated the sky people. Some of the sky people stayed and they're more or less living in harmony. Uh, Sigourney's Weaver's character, her avatar inexplicably has a daughter. We'll get to her in a little bit. And it's actually kind of cool because Sigourney Weaver plays her own daughter. So that was cool. Uh, but, of course, it's a sequel. The uh, opening montage may have shown you how they're living in peace and prospering and things like that. But they're making this movie for a reason. So naturally, the peace only lasts as long as the opening sequence. Uh, the Sky People return. And from here on out, heavy spoilers. So yeah, so the Sky People return. It uh, ruins... Sully's uh, date night with uh, Zoe Saldana. I'm not, I can't butcher her character's name anymore. And uh, they return. They do a hard landing on Pandora, scorch a whole bunch of uh, forests in the process. And uh, then we jump to one year later 
which was cool because now it's one year later, you don't got to go through the whole, uh, they set up, you know, a remote base camp and they've been hitting supply lines and doing guerrilla tactics to try to, uh, disrupt all the efforts that the humans are, uh, carrying out to try to basically, I guess, recolonize Pandora. Again, I'm sorry. I never saw the first one all the way through. I've seen it in dribs and drabs on TV. I don't have a good answer why I didn't do it. I really don't. Uh, I can't even say like that Marvel, Marvel was just starting out. I don't know. I don't have a good answer for you folks. I'm sorry, but I will go back and watch it now after this, because this movie made me want to, you know, I'm in it now. I want to see the new, the first one. I want to see the third one when it comes out. Cause it is coming out. Cause this movie made a ton of money. Uh, it actually dethroned uh, Top Gun, I believe. So anyway, back to it. <clears throat> so yeah, so it's a year later. Uh, Jake's leading a band of uh, Navi doing guerrilla raids. His kids, uh, his two sons are part of the party too. And, you know, one of them is like the good soldier type and the other one is kind of like impulsive and he, you know, he wants to prove himself, things like that. So he gets into trouble more often than not. Uh, he has another daughter. Uh, he's adopted uh, Sigourney Weaver's avatar's daughter and also uh, the son who was left behind of the bad guy of the first film, Colonel uh, Quartich. I probably butchered that, so I'm just going to call him the Colonel from now on. He adopts the Colonel's son, too. It's kind of like a cousin. He, they call him for most of the film. Uh, his name is Spider. So, yeah, not a good... Uh, anybody here remembers Goodfellas, it doesn't really work out for Spider, but maybe we'll do Spider. We'll find out together. Uh, anyway, yeah, so there you go, and they find a way to bring back the Colonel because uh, they tell you in before the final battle of the first Avatar movie, they the Colonel and a whole bunch of the other uh, main Marines who fought, they backed up their memories on uh, you know, a hard drive, shipped it back to Earth where they were being grown their own uh, Navi avatar clone bodies. So now the Colonel and his crew from the first one, they're back again, but this time they're, uh, they accomplished what Jake was trying to do at the end of the movie with himself and Sigourney Weaver, their consciousness now just lives in their avatar bodies. So that's it. They're not human anymore. They're Navi for all intents and purposes. And they're back to uh, get revenge. So the first part of the movie, it's just focusing on, I guess a bit of what happened towards the end of the first movie, it's more or less just raids and, and battles with, uh, with Jake and his crew and uh, the Colonel and his guys ultimately. And this is like, it didn't sit well with me. They decide to cut and run Jake and his family. And uh, Zoe Zeldana's character doesn't want to, but Jake's like, you know, oh, we're the targets now. They're never going to stop hunting us, things like that. And it's like, well, yeah, but they're here to colonize the planet. They're here to strip the planet dry. So, yeah, you may be a target, but there is still this bigger battle to fight and you're going to run away with your family and let the rest of the Navi people deal with it, essentially. You know, they, they kind of did it. That happened kind of quick. And then next thing you know, they're on their beasts. I don't know the name of the beasts. And they're flying off to into the... They, they leave the forest. They go and, uh, they're flying over the ocean for a while looking for a sanctuary with some of the ocean Navi people. And then that's it. They don't go back. <laughs> they don't go back to the forest. Really, uh, pretty quickly, the colonel realize, uh, finds out that they uh, are out in the ocean because uh, Sigourney Weaver's daughter's character, 
she plugs into a the uh, spirit tree of the ocean and she has a seizure and uh while we're talking about her 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 avatar her her daughter seems to have some crazy connection like to all the uh to, to pandora she's in the water where jake's sons and uh youngest daughter have a little bit of trouble acclimating to the idea of uh how long to hold their breath and just being you know water navi people now she takes to it like no problem she's holding her breath she's able to kind like the uh the wildlife in the water if she touches if she like dips a toe in the water it's swimming around her like they know her like she's some sort of important thing uh she's able to uh jumping around a little bit she's able to control you know just by being in the water she can control some some of the uh and the water life and uh yeah so anyway they find out where they are because she plugs into the spirit tree has a seizure and he and jake calls some of the humans that are still on their side to come out and give her an exam and uh that tips off the colonel they start heading out there to search so on and so forth uh backing up a little bit they eventually they get sanctuary with some water people and the movie I enjoyed this because uh, it didn't focus too much, too, too much on the backstory. And basically, as a first-time viewer, it was nice for me. The, the movie really is kind of the kid's movie. You know, like, don't get me wrong. The parents are in and It's not just, you know, like, high school drama, Avatar 2 or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it really, I feel there's still conflict for the, for the adult characters. But it really is. It's about the children and how the children are bonding with the, uh, the water navi and, you know, things of that nature, which I enjoyed because it was kind of a, it felt like it was a fresh in for the audience. And basically, again, I'm fresh. So I appreciated that. And it worked for me, helped me out a lot. Like with the opening sequence, their piece is relatively short lived. Uh, the kids they actually strike that. They never really have peace because the, uh, the screw up son, the son who, you know, is a little more undisciplined and emotional Naturally, he's butting heads with some of the local kids because, of course, some of the local kids, you know, it's if you've ever been the new kid in high, in the school, it's it's all that all over again. Oh, you guys are blue, like the water navi are kind of teal, very light blue compared to the uh, the forest navi who are dark blue. So, you know, now I don't want to say it's racism, but, you know, they're making fun. Oh, you're so dark. Uh, they make fun of their tails. And generally, obviously, they don't like them just because no no uh teenager in the history of the world has needed a reason not to like somebody else they just do uh so there's a little bit of that going on they never really it's not as bad as the fighting they just left but you know there's a little bit of conflict the entire time uh kate uh winslet's character i'm not going to butcher her character's name she's not a fan of taking them in from the start but uh you know she reluctantly goes along with what her uh her husband says because they invoke you know, basically, they ask for sanctuary. They don't use that word, uh, and they have to give it. So she's pissed. So she's weary of them the entire movie. Uh, the kids are having, you know, again, they're the end. They're having for every two steps forward. Sometimes the son takes them five steps back. But yeah, and uh, before I keep going on the story, by the way, thank you for listening for the first one back. It's a rough one, I know. Uh, before I keep going, this movie looks amazing. I know that I say that a lot. And I probably have to just get more critical like Salins and Steve do, but it's very, like, it really is in the way that, so for comparison, I said, a movie I hate, I said The Last Jedi looked amazing compared to the theatrical Justice League. 
I believed Last Jedi, they were in space. I didn't believe that the Justice League was standing, like they had a scene where they were in a park and they had a scene where Superman was in a field. Did not believe it. Versus Last Jedi, where I believe they were in space. It looked that much better. This movie looks terrific. There's no CGI issues that I can spot. They're in water most of the time. They, uh, they're dealing with uh, the equivalent of whales in the water that they have a spiritual connection to. So you see a lot of these creatures, a lot of up-close shots. It looks beautiful. Uh, you know, I know, I know Marvel can't wait 13 years between movies, but maybe space things out a little bit more or get a little bit more into practical effects where you only need minor CG touch-ups because, you know, when you see a really good CGI movie like this, it just... All it does is embarrass all the other ones. So I will say that it is a beautifully shot movie. It's a beautifully created movie for all the people who spent um, hours and hours and hours uh, creating this world and their digital bodies and all the creatures and everything. They deserve a round of applause, Steve, please. And uh, yeah, it's just really something to watch this movie. So there you go. Anyway, let's wrap this up. So, the troubled son, he makes friends with an outcast whale creature, uh, which is cool because, you know, it's now it's two outcasts bonding together and uh, things of that nature. When uh, they escaped, by the way, <clears throat> pardon me, when they escaped the forest, uh, Spider, the colonel's son, he got uh, held hostage and they couldn't go back for him. So he, this entire time, has been with the colonel and the avatars, his avatars, while they're hunting Jake and everybody else. And he basically, you know, the, the colonel's of course playing games. He's trying to get the guy to betray Jake. He won't do it. So he comes back. He's in the movie too this entire time. He wasn't a throwaway character. Sorry if I made it seem like he was. So anyway, Spider's in the movie. It's just that he's not with uh, Jake and his family for majority of it. He's basically held hostage by the colonel and his guys. Anyway, so now after all this, Sigourney Weaver's daughter, she plugs in, she has a seizure. Humans come out to help her. They fly out on a transport, and that's what gives away their location to the colonel and his guys. So now they're making a beeline uh, for Jake's people. And uh, it's weird, I guess, because uh, I got the impression from the couple of viewings I've seen of the first one, broken up, like I said. I thought they kicked all of uh, the humans off Pandora, I guess, in the year, uh, in the since the beginning of this movie, when they flash, they jump a year ahead, I guess in that year, they brought more humans back because they're, uh, there's the equivalent of whalers uh, in this movie now. And that's what uh, the colonel and this guy's commandeer, commandeer a whaling ship, basically, to uh, go after Jake and his family. So, <clears throat> so yeah, so now here we go. They, uh, the colonel, he's killing uh, other water navi other tribes while he's searching for Jake. Nobody's giving up Jake, whether because they don't, they really just don't know where he is or because uh, they've heard about all he's done for the Navi and they're protecting him. Uh, but eventually, of course, the Colonel does find him and then you're in for just almost, honestly, almost end game level action. Like for me, there wasn't as much payoff because there was, I'm not, you know, this wasn't, 13 years and the wars and cool moments like, you know, Avengers assemble or just seeing every, you know, seeing everything you saw in that final fight, all that payoff, but just in terms of scale. Yeah. It's another, it's a huge fight. And again, it looks good. It, the CG was fantastic. The action was amazing. Uh, 
um, you know, I was very in it. It kept me entertained. And really, that's all I want from a movie. You know, it engaged me, gave me stuff to think about, gave me a couple of exciting edge of your seat type of moments. And yeah, so they have this huge fight. Uh, naturally, there is a, there are stakes in this movie. Uh, unfortunately, Jake's older son, the uh, the one who's more disciplined and soldier-like, he, during a rescue attempt for uh, Sigourney Weaver's daughter and Jake's youngest daughter's characters, he gets shot and eventually he dies. So Zoe Saldana loses her shit, which is cool to see. And uh, at one part during the final fight, uh, the colonel has Weaver's daughter held at knife point and Spider is there now, and, you know, he's helping Jake and them and everything, and the kids are all happy to have him back, and you just see, like, she's lost her shit. She grabs him, and she has a knife now to his throat, and you're like, oh, uh-oh. So, because she, you know, also, pardon me, I forgot to say, she didn't, she liked him, but, you know, she was always, like, leery of him, the little bit, the little interaction you see before they get separated, and, uh, you know, the kids were more worried about Spider. She never really mentioned Spider again. So you get the point that you get the idea, at least I did, that she was kind of like, all right, well, good riddance to that was just trouble waiting to happen. And now you see it's a little fucked up, <laughs> honestly. She just like pulls the kid and I get it. She's grieving, but she has a knife on this kid who's grown up side by side with her kids. So, you know, a little cold, but also a mother grieving. So who am I really to argue? But, uh, yeah. So. Again, huge fight, lots of great action. I won't try to give you a beat by beat of that. You just have to go watch it. You're going to enjoy the hell out of it. And then, uh, yeah, both Jake and the Colonel, they're beaten, they're bloody. Uh, the ship that they're on, which has sustained a lot of damage throughout the battle, it uh, rolls over and now it's, you know, upside down. They're trapped. Uh, all these things, you know, many different points you think, wow, they're going to kill some of the main characters because that's the impression I got. But they didn't go there. Sigourney Weaver's character uses her unexplained and amazing superpowers to go save Zoe and uh, the youngest daughter. The the troublesome son, you know, saves Jake, who's pretty much had his, you know, he's he's had his ass kicked. He's beaten up. He's bad. He's he's dying after the fight just because, you know, he can't hold his breath to do this dive to escape. Uh, they all escape and then like in a weird moment because the entire movie he hates spider hates the colonel his avatar father you know he shows no signs of i mean occasionally he in you get a hint that he might be interested in like you know a father-son relationship but the way the colonel's been towards the navi people spiders had a problem with this this entire time uh jake and, and also i will say this jake doesn't finish the job he has him, but he has him in a chokehold. Could have snapped his neck, could have stabbed him, could have shot. Well, not shot him. He was out of bullets, but could have done anything. And what does he do? Chokes him out, kicks him to the bottom of the uh, of the ocean that they're fighting on, and leaves him. Which was like, oh, okay, well, so he's coming back for the for the sequels, uh, or is he? I thought he was just dead, and then Spider, in the middle of all this, while searching uh, searching for uh, Jake and his family, finds the Colonel. And saves them. Don't know why he did that. That really made that. That was a head scratcher. Like, really, you haven't shown any interest in this guy this entire movie. He killed your brother, or at least you know he's responsible for your brother's death because it was his soldiers. But you save him inexplicably. Okay, fine. So yeah, and then uh, 
eventually the Sully survive minus one son, sadly, RIP. And, uh, they do, they have, uh, their burial for him. Spiders with the family again. Uh, the Colonel is off licking his wounds, uh, presumably back with the humans regrouping for round three at this point. And, uh, yeah, that's Avatar. That's not everything. That's just the best of my recollection. But a really good movie. You, they give you enough back information to where you can, uh, if, you, if you're like me and you haven't, or if you're not like me and you've seen it, but you just haven't watched it in a while, don't necessarily need a rewatch. They will uh, bring you up to speed in the first little bit of the movie. And yeah, just all in all, a lot of fun, big spectacle of the movie, kind of like Top Gun. It definitely needs to be seen at least once on the big screen, in my opinion. And uh, hey, they did a good, they did a good job, and now I don't. I'm I'm intrigued. I'll I'll be waiting anxiously for Avatar three or whatever they decide to call it, and uh, we'll talk about that when it comes out. Hopefully, in less than thirteen years. So, thank you all for joining me today. Welcome back to Rambling. There'll be links below where you can find some fine, fine merchandise offered by us here at Nerd Affiliated. Uh, hey Archer Live, Thursdays, 8.15-ish in the PM Eastern Time. The Snap with Sal, rambling with myself. There's a lot of big things coming up in the nerd world for 2023. A lot of things to discuss. Join us. Talk to us in the comments. See you in the next episode. Steve, play me out, please. Please.